let's talk a little bit about grilling. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about our dry cooking methods, but grilling is probably one of the most utilized of these cooking methods and has a very similar, um, the principles and things are very similar to the other dry cooking methods. Basically, when it comes to dry cooking, what you really want to do is you want to get things hot initially. You want to make sure that the pan, the grill, the griddle, whatever it is, is up to temperature where you want it before you start cooking anything. And that's because what happens with grilling and dry heat cooking is you really want the caramelization. You want the outside texture and the color that comes from those dry heat cooking methods, which is uh, usually kind of a, a darker, crustier kind of look, a golden brown um, in most cases. So when it comes to grilling, whether that's over charcoal briquettes or uh, on a gas uh, range or, or whatever it might be, you want to make sure that that gets really nice and hot and up to the temperature that you wanted initially. Once it's there, then it's going to be much easier to get that caramelization or that Maillard effect to, to happen where the amino, amino acids in the food caramelize and they become, um, they become darker. The, the sugars actually darken and, and caramelize and it gives that nice roasted or grilled flavor that, that we get from that. So uh, one of the things with grilling a lot of times is that they, people love to see the diamond marks. And so one of the ways that we can do that, whether it's a chicken breast or a steak or whatever we might be grilling, is you can, you can lay it on the grill uh, on kind of a horizontal angle or you, you lay it where it's, it's uh, if the slats are running north and south, you put, lay your chicken breast facing east and west. And, uh, and then when you turn it, you would just turn it 90 degrees either way and uh, and at that point we can um, we can get those nice square marks now if you want more of a diamond mark uh, with the slats running north and south uh, you would actually lay that on kind of a 45 degree angle in in relation to the slats and then when you turn it you would just turn it again another like 90 degrees so it's on the opposite 90 degree angle so or 45 degree angle. So if it's on a 45 degree angle facing kind of the northwest area, and then when you turn it, you would face it to where it's facing more of the northeast angle. And that would give you more of the diamond mark that you're you're looking for. Now, one of the challenges with, with grilling or uh, some of the dry heat cooking methods is that you're not always able to get things to cook all the way through before the outside of it is that nice perfect color. So one of the ways that you can kind of um, overcome this or, or uh, do better with this is uh, a trick or something that the restaurants and hotels have used for years and that is you simply put the grill marks onto your steak or your chicken or your pork or whatever it might be, your fish. And then, uh, and then you take it off and put it on a sheet pan or, or any other a, a baking, roasting pan, whatever it might be, and uh, then finish that in the oven. So uh, that 
allows you to have a nice even heat all around it instead of a really direct heat underneath it which is going to cause it to potentially burn the outside before the inside is cooked to where you want it. So that's one of the things that you can do to kind of uh, help with those. Now when it comes to roasting and baking, roasting and baking again is it's a dry heat method that is uh, that is the principle is that it's surrounded by that nice dry heat but one of the things again that can happen is it might dry out so whether it is uh, potatoes or vegetables or whatever you might be roasting if you want the coloration on it you want the roasted texture or the the golden brownness whatever it might be if you have the that um, or if you get if you want that you get that from that roasting and baking just simply um, usually coating whatever it is in some sort of oil, whether that's olive oil, canola oil, um, butter, whatever it might be, and then um, seasoning it and putting it onto the pan and putting that into the to the oven, you're going to get a, a nice golden brown color because that dry heat is going to caramelize the outside of that. Now, the more color you want on those things, the higher the temperature that you want that to be and the longer you, the time that you would put that in there. Um, if you're not looking for as much color and you just kind of want to cook things through, then you can do a lower temperature for a longer time also. And that will allow it to, to cook without maybe uh, getting quite as, as dark on the outside. Now, another one of the things that you're, you're looking for when it comes to dry heat methods is we've we have um, our oil methods, our dry heat methods, but we're, we're, where we're using oil. Um, there's basically three different types. There's sautéing, which is cooking it quickly in a small amount of fat. This is something that we would do where, again, we're going to get our pan really nice and hot, and then we're going to add our oil. As soon as our oil kind of starts to spit or um, starts to heat up, uh, and, and possibly you don't want to get it quite to the point where it starts smoking because your oil is breaking down then. Um, but once it starts to, once it heats up and it's very fluid in the pan, then you would add your vegetables or, or whatever you might be sauteing quickly. Um, and, and obviously cook those till they're the temperature and color and things that you, you desire. But when it comes to sauteing, it's something that you're going to kind of have to watch the pan consistently because uh, because it is cooking very quickly over high heat and a small amount of fat. Now, pan frying is kind of the next step where you're not totally submerging the item in fat, but you're you're giving it enough to where it is it's actually frying. It's actually frying in the pan, but not being totally submerged. And that a lot of times is like uh, chicken fried steak or something of that nature where, uh, maybe it's got a breaded coating on it and you're, you're cooking one side and then flipping it over. It could also be, um, you know, something like a chicken breast where maybe you have a little less oil in there, but just enough to where it's not sticking to the pan and you're, you're putting that, um, that chicken breast in there again after the pan is heated and the oil is hot, then you're laying that in there, um, allowing it to cook. Usually when I cook, when I pan fry something, um, especially when it comes to proteins like chicken or fish or, or even beef or pork or whatever it might be, I, I will put it in the pan and lay it on the skin side down because my skin side is usually my presentation side. And I'll put that in the pan first and allow that to get really nice and crispy on the outside. 
Um, and how I can tell if that's doing it is you'll notice that the proteins will coagulate and you'll see that nice white color start to rise up the sides. So on a fish or chicken where it's, it's uh, you can definitely see that change. And even in, in pork and beef where fish and chicken that tend generally turns to turn more white in color up the sides, whereas the beef and the pork is, is more of a darker brown or a lighter brown. As that starts to happen, then I know that I'm going to have a nice coloration on, on that side. So once it starts to kind of be consistent all the way around with that nice either white or uh, light brown color, then I'll turn it over onto the other side. And at that point, um, I'll, I'll know that I've got a nice consistent coloration um, on those sides. Now, last but not least, we've got uh, deep frying. And deep frying is actually where we're totally submerging our items in fat. So, obviously, think French fries or uh, chicken nuggets or whatever you might be uh, deep frying. Again, same principle. We want to get the, the pan and the oil nice and hot. Usually about 350 degrees is about what the temperature that you want on that. And you want it to be really nice and hot because once and this goes for whether it's in the pan or in the oil, once your food or your items that you're cooking go into that, you're going to drastically reduce the temperature. And it's going to take a minute for that oil or for that pan to recover the energy that it's lost. So especially if you're adding things that are frozen, like french fries to your oil, that oil might be 350 degrees, but once you throw those frozen french fries in there, all of a sudden that temperature of that oil might dip down as low as 275, 300 degrees because you're, you're basically introducing ice into it. Now when you deep fry and you start to see the bubbles come out of it and it starts to bubble rapidly, basically what that is is the oil or the, the water that is in the product is actually escaping. And because oil and water don't mix, that water will come out uh, and look like bubbles. That's the water escaping from the oil. And especially in a situation where it's really where it's really hot, that oil tends to escape much faster. That water um, tends to escape much faster, and so that's why you see those that rapid boiling. But keep these things in mind when you're when you're using your dry heat cooking methods, uh, and just make sure that you're you're getting for your oiled items, you're getting the pan. Uh, the cooking vessel, the oil, nice and hot and up to temperature before you put anything into it. And then obviously once it uh, reaches the texture and coloration that you want, you would remove it. And then when it comes to grilling uh, or uh, roasting and baking, that you want to make sure that, again, with your grilling, make sure your grill is up to temperature and nice and hot before you put anything on it. And with roasting and baking, again, make sure your oven is nice and preheated and hot before you put anything into it. So follow these tips and you should be off to the race.